Hi guys, welcome back to Make It Make Sense. My name is Sevi Tennyson and here with me is... Awesome. So sorry about your break in transmission last week. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we are back now. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about options trading. So throughout the pandemic, options trading became extremely popular because people were trying to make quick cash in the midst of a global pandemic where a lot of people were laid off, unfortunately. So options trading became a good tool or a useful tool to allow people who had $500 enter the market and in a few hours or even a few weeks were able to make triple their investments, quadruple their investments, and even some people actually walked out of this pandemic millionaires as a result of options trading. And we can see it ties into GameStop and AMC, our famous meme stocks, that a lot of Reddit users were able to capitalize on options trading and create wealth for themselves. However, a lot of people were severely burned where their assets were depleted and they didn't have any more money because they walked in there thinking it was a casino and trying to make quick bucks, but they didn't understand what options trading was. So today we're going to talk about it. So Joshua, what is options trading? Great. So before I say what options trading is, I will first define an option. So basically in simple terms, options are simply financial instruments or we call it financial derivatives that give buyers the right, so they have the right, but not the obligation to buy or sell an underlying asset at an agreed upon price and at a fixed date. So when I say a derivative, a, deri- a derivative is simply <laughs> <laughs> an asset that gets its value from another asset. Mm-hmm. And with options, at least stock options, you will notice that the value of the option is tied directly to the movement in the stock itself. Hmm. So on a simple level, that's what I would call an option. And now under options, we have calls and puts. So call options and put options. And these form the basis for a wide range of option strategies because there are different strategies, right? And there are different reasons why people play options. Mm-hmm. For example, at the retail level, you know, most individuals, we played for speculation. And this is where we buy an option, a color put, you know, with the hope that the stock will either go yeah. up, <laughs> will either go up or down. But when you look at institutions, a lot of them do it for hedging. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say they have a lot of tech long positions in Apple, Amazon, Google. What they might do is that they might get some Put options. So put options are what you get when you think something's going to go down and call options are what you get when you think the stock is going to go up. So a company that has a lot of exposure to tech, for example, might decide, huh, I have a lot of exposure to Amazon, Apple, Google, and the like. If something happens, I'm going to be in trouble. So what do I do? Let me get some puts on QQQ, which is basically the ETF that holds all these stocks. You have to specify though, when you mean get, what does that mean? You're buying a call option because some people might get options, but they're selling the option. True. Yeah. That's true. I mean, buy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Buy. Yeah. And I'll also say, although there are many opportunities, you know, it is possible to make a lot of money. It is also very, very, very risky. 
you know, even so more have... possible to lose money than to make oh, yes. money in options. Yeah. I think there's a statistic that almost 90% of options expire worthless. Traders are usually advised that it shouldn't be more than a certain percentage of their portfolio. Some people say 10% of their portfolio that is involved in options trading. Some people even go down even lower depending on your portfolio size and say 2 to 1% or 1% to 2% of your portfolio. Yeah. So I guess the next question is, why would you do options trading? Why not just buy the stock? For me, the reason why I started getting into options trading was because some stocks are too expensive. For example, Amazon. Amazon is a great example for a stock that is pretty expensive, for me at least. I mean, I could buy like maybe three, but there's so many other stocks that are cheaper that are bringing in more return that I do not want to put all that cash into just owning three shares, right? It was ridiculous to me. So I decided to go into options trading where in the anticipation that Amazon, because their earnings are coming, would make maybe a really, they'll beat earnings, right? And what does that mean? The stock is going to go up. So I buy a call option expiring on Friday. So I buy it on Friday, expiring on Friday, which will potentially be going for like two to $300. And at the end of the day, if all my cards play right, adding my stop loss on there, I could potentially make $400 out of that trade, maybe $50 out of that trade, but I could potentially make a profit and if I'm going to make a loss because I have a stop loss, I wouldn't lose as much money or whatever loss that I might lose, I already anticipated it. So that's the reason, one of the reasons why I do options trading. Another reason I do options trading is because I do not believe in that stock. So personally, I never believed in the price of GameStop. I never believed in the price of AMC. And also there's a new stock going around, another meme stock, which is supposed to be like Donald Trump's like media stock, which is DWAC. And I do not believe in those stocks. Unfortunately, DWAC doesn't have any options available currently right now. You can play sympathy plays, which is what most of the people I know did. So if you do not believe in the company, you don't believe in their long-term profitability or their long-term success, but the hype and the money is real. Right, because a lot of people on CNBC were complaining that, oh my gosh, GameStop is overpriced and AMC is overpriced, what have you. But one of the commentators was like, yeah, you might not agree with it, but people are making real money out of this. So for me, because I don't want to miss out on it, but I do not want to like put in my entire basket or bet on them by buying a stock, I just use the option. It's a lot cheaper and a lot less commitment to it. But unfortunately, options trading, to my knowledge, is not available on SoFi, but it is available on Webull, Ally, and Robinhood. I think if you ask me the reason why I play options, I think the number one reason I'll say is the potential for profits. And for example, and I think this depends on you, because some people are okay with 15% a year. I like they're fine. <laughs> the portfolio goes up 15, 20%. If you have a million dollars, you would be fine. <laughs> or if you have even like a hundred thousand dollars, you'd be okay. So many people, if you're okay with that, you don't really need options trade. Maybe to hedge, but if you're okay with 15, 20%, many people will do well with stocks. You yeah. know, but for people who want upwards of 50, 100, 200% every thousand percent. <laughs> you might need to look for something a little more volatile, something with a little more, you know, umph and options um, give this because it's it's like a leveraged way to play shares, mm. right? So I would say the potential to make more 
is the number one reason why I trade options. And obviously, it's very, very risky. So yeah. you have to, you need to have a very good risk management and make sure the risk to reward is in your favor before getting into any trades. But I'll say that's the, that's the main reason. It's just the potential for more return compared to shares. That's, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to ask this question, which is, what would you recommend someone who is actually interested in options trading, but they're like, how, where do I get started? What do I need? Like you're, you know, those like things where you see in the world, like, Oh, what's always in your bag or what do you always have? Like, what does an options trader absolutely need to succeed? Because there's so many things that you need, many books you have to read, many strategies you have to watch, many videos you have to watch, but what are the things that are an absolute necessity in order for you to succeed in options trading? So to be honest, that's a great question. So I think it will depend. The person who will start trading options, where are they? Are they already familiar with the market, for example? No, they're not. They have no clue. So I'll say start with learning how to test. Don't just jump into options trading. I don't think it's wise. I'll say first start with um, understanding how regular stocks move. You know, understand the basics about regular stocks. Because remember, like I said before, options are derivatives. They move based on how the equity, how the common stock moves. First things first, start with the regular um, stocks. And the thing about stocks is that you can buy it based off of fundamentals. For example, I can buy Apple stock today. 10 years from now, of course, Apple is probably going to be in a higher position, a higher price than it is right now. But when we're doing options, typically, most people place short dated options. Maybe you're buying an option three months out. Now, you can't really use, I mean, fundamentals can help, but in this case, technicals will be more important. Because remember, options have a limited lifespan, but shares do not. Because even if, let's say, in the next two weeks, the market is volatile, Apple goes down, I mean, that's fine, you know. Maybe my Apple shares are down 5 6 7%, you know. But if the S&P or the NASDAQ tanks 1%, 2%, and you have options maybe expiring in the next three to four months, best believe you're going to lose 60% of your investment. 100%. That is... That <laughs> yeah, is you're, going to lose, you're going to be down 60 to 75%, you know. So can you see how different that is? So yeah. I would say for... Brand new people first start, start with the normal equity markets, with the stock market. Learn about fundamentals, learn about what moves the market. Then you can start going to technical analysis. And even with that, I would say you should start with the basic things. Yeah. What is the 50-day moving average? What is the 21-day moving average? What is the 200-day moving average? Those are the most basic ones that give you a direction of sentiment for that stock before even thinking of playing options. For sure. I think that's a very good advice. I think what I would recommend someone who's trying to be successful at options, which is something I wish I did, which would have allowed me not to make costly mistakes would be why not do like this practice, like this fake options trading with fake money? Because I feel like with options trading, yeah, paper trading with options trading, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm reading all of these books and I'm reading all of this stuff, right? But it doesn't work the same. You actively have to be familiar with these things. So with like maybe trading view, try practicing on those. Like, okay, because you can be like, okay, what's the 50 day moving average? You know what it is in your mind, but you're like, okay, how does this actively affect the options trading? How does this actively move? What does the volume mean? What does the 20 day, like even you now setting, having your own setup that works for you because you can watch other people's videos where you're like, yeah, that kind of doesn't work for me because they have different goals than I do. 
they have different vision and they also have different capital than I do, right? Yeah. They're willing to, they have more as option of risk than I do. So yeah. using this practice platform would help you so much. So even though like, okay, is understanding all this like alpha, beta, theta, even necessary. Huh. Tell you all of these things you need to know. And is it going to fit my overall goal and vision for my options trading? So I think definitely practicing and trying with error that is not costing is definitely a good move to make. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, and that's why I said the starting point for someone who doesn't know anything is you need to understand what moves the market first. You know, because for example, if you just go on the trading platform, most people don't even know what they're looking at. You know, and that's why I would say, you know, start reading books about investment. There's a book I have called on Think and Trade Like a Champion by Mark Minervini. It's a very great book and read about it. You know, so start there and you start getting fundamentals. And one thing, don't rush. You know, the market is not running away. Like, <laughs> don't rush. You know, make sure you have everything in order, learn everything and get your process. I feel that's what, I believe that's what makes money in this market, having a process, not just jumping into any random stock, but, oh, you know, have a number of conditions that, oh, before I get into any trade, this must meet a number of conditions. Then that that your process back tested. Tested maybe five trades. How many of them were winners? Let's say out of five, four were winners. Okay, that's a good sign. Maybe you go a little heavier now and see how that works. Another thing I'll bring up, same thing. When I first started trading um, options, I had no stop losses. Trust yeah. me, risk yeah. management is what keeps you in the business. There is something um, people say in the, in the financial trading world, and they say trade to live another day. Yeah, you know, trade for survival because this market, like the stock market, it's so unforgiving. Anything <laughs> can happen. No, like fact. Ask people what happened last month. You know, last month was a red month. You know, the S and P lost the fifty-day moving average, and it was just it was terrible for most stocks. And I think this goes back to the process. Before you get into any trade, you need to define your risk. What is the most I'm able to take? What is the biggest hit I can take? You know, that way you can set your stop loss and be like, okay, if I get stopped out, then I'm good. So risk management is very important. Awesome. So that is just a one-on-one for options trading. We would be back and expanding more because you can't really learn everything about options trading in one episode or in 15 minutes. But that's definitely a starting point to get you excited about options trading. So I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.